Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything, and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Uh, welcome to All You Need to Know. I'm Quinn Eaton. Uh, this is DJ Pig. Hello. We've been friends, I think, for, what, since middle school? Yeah, probably 7th or 8th grade. I didn't really like you in 8th grade, I don't think, but yeah. we moved past that. <laughs> But uh, basically, this is a podcast that we're going to start. It's going to be every Wednesday. Uh, I don't necessarily know what time every Wednesday. We're going to figure that out, but it'll, it will, we'll get it out every Wednesday. Uh, it's a show that we talk about everything. Uh, you, you'll probably learn about nothing. Perfect I guess. way to put it. Yeah, so we'll, we'll jump into uh, some news here. Uh, President Trump is currently in South Korea. He's, he's got a little stint overseas. Um, and uh, he reportedly told Koreans that it will all work out. What do you... What do you take from that? What will all work out? Yeah, he he, he talks in a, you know, pretty general general uh, things. He never gets really specific, but that's something that I actually kind of like about him. It's probably best on his part. Yeah, people don't like him anyway, so the the less he says or the less specific he gets, <laughs> is probably better for him. Just the the sole fact that because I remember sitting there, uh, and I got like a thing on Twitter, and it said like President Trump or not President Trump. He wasn't president at that time. All right. Uh, Donald Trump has decided to run for the presidency, and I I was like, oh, that's that's funny. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> as he would say, that's fake yeah. news. That's what I thought, but uh, it all turned out pretty good for him, I guess. But yeah, he's a president now, um, and he is uh, meeting with other world leaders, and I think that's pretty scary. It's absolutely scary, just because of the way, like his, the way his way of thinking can be scary, and uh, it's very it's just very very straightforward and almost childlike at times which a lot of people don't like and then you've got some people who are more interested in a straightforward way of thinking so it can be troublesome i guess you but think you think he'd rather tweet people or maybe even slide in their dms <laughs> that do that yeah more than <laughs> more than yeah he talk seems to, to, he person. seems to enjoy it a little bit i saw bit. i saw something where he was meeting with like a japanese uh leader and I'm not even going to tr- try to pronounce the guy's name. I don't want to, <laughs> no offense to anybody, but um, just like he was, he was like feeding fish with this guy. And you could totally tell that like he would rather be doing a hundred other things than sitting here feeding uh, these Japanese fish. Yeah, no, he doesn't, he doesn't hide his feelings well. That's for sure. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, he's in South Korea. Uh, and apparently something that, that all, all people do whenever they visit South Korea is they, is they go to that demilitarized zone. That's like in between North and South Korea. They don't like walk out in there or anything. But, <laughs> but apparently, uh, like past presidents, uh, they like to like peer through like binoculars or something and look to the other side. I guess it's intimidating for North Koreans. I'm not really sure. We're tackling a pretty big subject here, North and South Korea, <laughs> on the first episode. But yeah. Um, but yeah, he was supposed to. He was supposed to do like a surprise visit there, and uh, it, it got foiled because there was bad weather. There was like the, like a fog started rolling through. So uh, he, he couldn't do that, and I'm sure I could only imagine that, you know, like he, he was like, oh come on, like you know, like he wasn't tall enough <laughs> to ride excited. the roller coaster <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, no. He he was probably just like, guys, I can do it. Just let me, just let me go out there, <laughs> and uh, and he probably thought that he was actually going to walk out there instead of looking through binoculars or something. Right. But I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, and of course, yeah, I think he would probably be disappointed like a little kid or something. Oh yeah. No, I can only imagine uh, the tantrums that he has on a daily is maybe four <laughs> or five. Yeah. Depending on uh, what the food is for, did you see where, uh, like he's he's not eating like the cultural food wherever he goes. Really? Yeah, he was, like I said earlier, he was in Japan and 
they were at it like a Japanese country club, and he had like a hamburger or something. So he's not. I mean, is that considered rude? Uh, you know, I don't think Donald Trump considers anything that he does rude. Well, no, yeah, that's true. So I <laughs> yeah. think whatever he thinks is fine. Right. Uh, but yeah, yeah he... I would definitely take offense to that because I know, if, and I'm sure he takes offense to it if somebody else comes and doesn't eat, you know, like fried chicken or like a big old double cheeseburger with bacon or something. You know? Yeah. Well, if I'm in that position, I don't know that I'd take offense to it, but I guess... There are certain things, like, if, if, as a guest, I guess it's polite to... Respectful. Right, to, to kind of go about their ways, their daily lives. So, yeah, I, I can I can see where that could be offensive, depending on who the party is. So, yeah, and then I also, also saw that the uh, Walt Disney Company has recently held preliminary talks to buy entertainment assets owned by 21st Century Fox. Uh, that would include... You know, Fox Movies, the television studio, the FX cable network, and I'm pretty sure, uh, like a share of Hulu, so, would come really? with that. Yeah. So Walt Disney would be in control of all of that. Yeah. Well, the Walt Disney Company, because the Walt, Walt Disney has passed away. There is that rumor that he is fr- he's right, frozen no. <laughs> or something. I no, wouldn't want to yeah. hand hand all that over to like a person Wait, that's, that's deceased. Thing, when I when I think Walt Disney, I, I think of like Walt Disney World, and and mm-hmm. I don't actually think of Walt Disney the guy, which is weird to say because he's the reason for all of it, I guess. But but I'm just gonna I'm gonna read off some some movies and some other things that are involved in this uh, that 21st Century Fox owns uh, the Deadpool movies. So the first ones already came out. I uh, got great reviews. I saw it. It was it was decent. I I thought that it was, you know, a little over the top. I don't know. And everybody gives me a hard time that I didn't like it like just with all my heart. I don't know that I saw the whole thing through. I'm a big Ryan Reynolds fan. Mm-hmm. So what I did see of it, I did enjoy and I also enjoyed the fact that it was it almost kind of related to a, more of a grown-up type yeah, it was definitely Superhero based towards, <laughs> towards uh, the adults. Right, so I enjoyed that, I guess. Which I think that's anything but a, but a growing, like it's a f- growing franchise. So yeah. if, if they were to order, like, which, you know, do you see Disney putting their name with a movie like that? Kind of you know, I, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem like they would, but... Anything that, for the you money. Definitely, you, yeah, I guess so. Mickey Mouse likes those fat, those fat <laughs> checks. Um, Avatar is another movie that's that's owned by 21st Century Fox, and I think that's also interesting because uh, I think Disney got like the uh, did a license agreement and they started building that Avatar world or Avatar. Right, no, I did Disneyland. hear about that. So that that's kind of interesting. Uh, and you know, like that's that's a Disney movie. I feel like. It's yeah, not, no, that would that that definitely relates. That's more that's more of a modern day Disney movie. Which I've noticed that Disney is either buying new things to make like make movies about, or they're just going back and remaking the movies, movies that they've yeah. already made. They're supposed to be. I saw something the other day. Uh, there's supposed to be an, another Lion King coming out, like a new Lion King. Ooh, I haven't ever seen the Lion King. And what? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's been a while that since I've seen it. I've but, never seen the movie at all. Like I, I don't think I've ever seen it on TV either. That's the thing. I'm surprised that they don't show more of the old Disney movies on TV more often. Yeah. Because I used to watch like Disney, Disney Channel, Channel yeah. all the time when I was a kid. But it was they always just show the reruns of the newer shows, and then every now and then you'll get like one of the newer Disney movies, which, which I always thought were very, yeah, very mediocre at best. But I'm really surprised because those movies are so big, and especially like like people our age, young adults who were very interested in those 
older yeah. Disney movies, Lion King and things like that, they don't show those as much. So yeah, I'm very they, interested in it because I've never seen it. Yeah, and if I if I ever see it like on you know like a a discount bin at Walmart or anything like that, I'll definitely pick it up. Absolutely. Or if anybody has a copy and was is willing to give it to me, that's just a cry for help, I guess. <laughs> uh, anyways, moving on, X Men is also a a movie that apparently 21st Century Fox owns, which I always thought that that was like that fell under Marvel. Um, yeah. Not a huge fan of the X Men movies. I don't see. That's another. That's I. I am, and my dad. Hugh Jackman's great, but Hugh Jackman is great, and my dad always. It was almost like he. <laughs> it was almost like disappointment when I was <laughs> when yeah. I watched those movies because dad is all like facts, like biographies, and wants to. He wants to know the facts and what actually happened in historical things, and he's not at all interested in like sci-fi type movies. Right. So I'm home by myself, and he walks in the house, and I'm watching X Men. It's always God, what are you watching? <laughs> but I always really enjoyed the X Men movies. Now I would like to go back, and I'm gonna have to sit down one day to where I don't do anything but like watch the X Men movies from start to finish. Yeah. Good and luck it, with that. Yeah. Yeah. No. I couldn't do that. No, you couldn't pay me enough to do that. <laughs> If the acting was a little bit better, I might think about it. But uh, talking about you know mediocre movies, <laughs> this is this is a pretty hot take right here. Um, Planet of the Apes. I've never seen any. Of You've them. never seen any. I've of never them. seen any of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, it really started out strong. The first one I think had um, Dave. No, James Franco. James Franco. James Franco's the other. James Franco is yeah. The Dave Franco's the, the guy that he's like not like everybody thinks that he's attractive, right? Yeah. And well, James Franco's the weird, the I weird think, brother. I think. James is known as the funny one. I think his younger brother Dave is known as the attractive one. I don't know yeah. though. Which I don't. I'm not saying that I find Dave Franco attractive, <laughs> but I'm sure some other people do. Anyways, Planet of the Apes started out with James Franco. I think the first one was, uh, of course, called Rise. No, Rise of no, the that's Planet not right. No, that was the second one, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, there's just there's so many of them now, and they're all so similar. Um, but yeah, anyways, that would be a movie ser- a movie franchise that I don't feel like there's anything left with it. Because I just saw the last one, and I'll tell you what, it was so long I fell asleep. I fell asleep. Like, it's just you're watching monkeys run around for like two and a half hours. <laughs> if I want to do that, I just, you know, go to, the go to Nashville or yeah. St. Louis and go to the zoo and, and really just enjoy that because they're real. I never, I, yeah, I never got into those all that much. I mean, how different is it from, well, I guess I, I almost said how different is it from King Kong, but... King Kong's more of like they go and take King Kong from his land and bring him back. Yeah. Whereas, how, how does Planet of the Apes even work? Uh, it starts out in like, I'm pretty sure they're doing a... Okay, is it actually another planet or is it just... No, it's here. It's, it's actually, all, it's, it's actually it's this Earth. planet, yeah. yeah. And they're just like experimenting with monkeys or something. And, uh, you know, of course that goes wrong. Oh, what, God, what could yeah. go wrong no. with experimenting with monkeys? Absolutely. Uh, but it looks like here it goes Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and then, of course, the one that I fell asleep in was War for the Planet of the Apes. And, you know, I give them credit. Like, they're they're pretty crazy crazy movies, but Same the last way. one just kind of disappointed me. And it seems like that happens a lot whenever franchises try to go to three or four. Um, Sometimes you, they just push it. Sometimes they yeah. try to force things. Um, and then, like, some other movies, Fantastic Four, uh, they've never had success with those movies. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen one of those. Great great idea terrible execution for all for all those things that i've that i've seen uh, including or anything pertaining with fantastic four the alien movies 
Alien, just Alien. Alien, yeah. See, I've not, never not seen like any of Alien those. movies in general, like it's, just the Alien movies. That I said I like some of the sci-fi movies. Sometimes they look a little bit too sci-fi-y. Yeah. And then the the most interesting thing that I find that Walt Disney, of course, because you know we've got off topic here a little bit, but Walt Disney, of course, is talking about buying, uh, you know, 20, 21st Century Fox, and something that falls under that is The Simpsons, the TV show, yeah. And uh, immediately, whenever I heard that, I was like, Walt Disney wants to buy. 21st Century Fox, The Simpsons included in that, uh, and there's like a particular part of Universal Studios, like the the theme park, that is like Simpsons based. So you know you walk around and you can see like all the buildings and stuff from The Simpsons. Uh, so you know those are two like I feel like competing theme parks. I don't know how that's gonna work. Do you think they yeah, might just like no, go in there with like some some cranes <laughs> or something? Just be like, yeah, we're just gonna take this and move it about. We're, what 20 30 miles shift. this way let's just let's just bring it over here yeah it'll be fine it'll, it'll be like nothing ever happened it was here the whole time it'll just be kind of awkward i feel like because yeah. if universal I, I don't know if universal studios can hold on to i'm sure they can i'm sure something's working out like we're talking about this and it's not a big deal at all yeah but i immediately thought of that i was like i don't know how that's gonna work but um yeah. but yeah there's just i don't know that, that that comes with a lot of stuff right there uh, so I'll be interested to see what happens there there were other other talks that other companies were also looking into buying 21st century fox i think uh, they, they're basically just like saying like, Hey, you know, we're taking offers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, moving on to sports, uh, something that's kind of surprised me, which is like, it's so early, you know, you can't oh, ever, yeah, no, it's an 82 game season. It's an 82 game NBA yeah. basketball season. Uh, the Cavs, uh, they just got a win, uh, against the Bucks. And so that makes them five and six. So they're still, they're still on the outside looking in when it comes to the Eastern conference. Uh, and LeBron says he's not worried about it, but should he be? I don't think so. I mean, I, I don't. The thing is, is LeBron showed the other night, and it's. I guess it's easy to say as a viewer, how can he not just go out and do it every night? But the other night, he goes in with, well, it was like 57, 11, 7 assists, or 57 points, 11 assists. Yeah, just assists. stuff in the stat sheet. Oh, it, it, was, it was huge. And I, I don't know. I, I feel like he could almost go out and do that every night. I guess you got teams going on to. you. I think he wants to, yeah. But and I, sometimes I think he should. I don't think that he should. They should be too worried about it right now. I mean, they're down Isaiah Thomas, so and Derrick Rose is just not the Derrick Rose of old for sure. So I mean, they're they're struggling as far as like having a uh, a true like a solid point guard there every night. And then I I guess you got Kyle Korver, but. I mean, if Kyle Korver goes cold, J.R. Smith... He often does, yeah. He, yeah, and J.R. Smith is just non-existent so far this season. I just think it's it's interesting because, you know, they tried to... they Actually, they have to slide LeBron into the point guard position here. And did you see... He was like... Oh, what was this? With Isaiah Thomas being hurt, like, I understand that, yeah. you know, they're trying to fill something. But, you know, they had Derrick Rose... Uh, I don't know Dwayne Wade. He, he's he's always played shooting guard. He's always played off the ball. But I mean, he's old. Yeah, he's, man, he's playing. And and we knew it the past couple seasons. But he he's really playing old this season. And I love how what is he's like, is he thirty five or something? <laughs> like that's know. old in basketball. I know. It's crazy. But did you see the thing the other night when LeBron went off? Uh, Nick Wright tweeted. I don't know if you know Nick Wright. He's mm-hmm. one of the analysts. I see him on uh, Cowherd's show sometimes. He tweeted something about. It was about like NBA legends in their fifteenth season, yeah. And it was like, uh, Bird was retired, um, Magic was retired, and he, the other thing he said was 
that Jordan was with the Wizards. Like, oh, really? it was yeah. a knock on him when he played with the Wizards. Obviously, he wasn't the same Jordan as he was when he was with the Bulls. No, like the great value Jordan. But, right, yeah, he's a knockoff brand Jordan <laughs> when he yeah, gets to the Wizards. But, point. in his 15th season, Jordan was 40. Right. LeBron yeah. is 32. Mm-hmm. So, there is an eight years difference there. <clears throat> and one thing that LeBron he, Is LeBron going to play till he's 40? Oh, for sure. They say he's got a body of like a 19-year-old right now. That's he's, scary. He may play past 40 if he keeps it up, which the decline seems to hit and drop faster than it looks. Like, a lot of times the age doesn't look like it hits them over time. It's like something happens, maybe one injury, and it just kind of lingers, and then it's like they go from really good to maybe they have one mediocre season, yeah. and it just drops. So like poor, who knows? Poor Kobe Bryant. Oh man, love that, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, Kobe, if you're listening, I hope you are. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude. When I was listening. younger, when I was younger, I hated Kobe. I, I was not a Kobe fan, and I wasn't a Tiger Woods fan either. I guess it was just a thing of if they were on top, I just wanted to see him be beat. Mm-hmm. As I've gotten older, and I go back and I listen to things about these guys, it becomes more evident that it, it's just. I, I gain a whole new form of respect for these guys with because the reason that they were so good is because of how much time they put in and the repetitions. Oh, yeah. And it's really unbelievable to even think about that much. But that, it just seems like, you know, this this season especially starting out, LeBron's got a lot of pressure on him. And you think he – I think he can, sure. probably, he can probably handle it. But if you look at the length of the entire season, you can't play LeBron, you know, this many minutes every single game and expect him to keep doing what he's doing. Especially right. if you want to do something in the postseason, right? No, yeah. I mean, right now, uh, they're they're thirteenth in the East. So, Jeez. I mean, and I and I think personally that in the East, I think the Wizards. You know, I think the Wizards are five, like five and four. I think that they look good, and the Celtics. You know, even without Gordon Hayward, Celtics do look good right now. What are they? One nine straight? Mm-hmm. Are they playing tonight? Wait, I think they're eight. They're eight and one or something. I'm not sure. But their one loss was we're to very, Cleveland. We're very official here. Yeah, it very, <laughs> at the very beginning of the season, they lost. Right, and, and then it since was, then. And I can't blame them for losing. That was a horrific injury. Oh, my gosh. To my favorite player. It was still a close game. They still had it yeah. right down. And just imagine how much of a blowout it would have been if Gordon was still on the floor. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's hitting me hard. That, that's coming if, from a huge a tier, a tier, Yeah, a tear just rolled down my eye whenever I, whenever I had to say <laughs> Gordon get, got that's, injured. That's coming from, a man, coming from a man who's been a lifetime Lakers fan, yet has always cheered for Gordon no matter yeah. what team he's been um, on. Yeah, I, I always have like the, the updates. I'm a Lakers fan, and I always have the updates for the Lakers, but then I also like there's something where you can pick a specific player, and I get updates on how <laughs> Gordon Hayward's doing. So now, now it's like Gordon Hayward's shooting from a chair at, at practice. <laughs> And I just like it makes me happy. It's like the happiest point of my day. Oh. Uh, just like small things like that. Like Gordon Hayward just ate a pop tart for breakfast. <laughs> You're right. Like They're right. Things are very specific general. nowadays. I like that though. But I think you know it is kind of too early for, for the Cavs to start worrying. And I know LeBron's not worried about it at all. Yeah. And of course Isaiah Thomas will come back at some point during the season. They'll, I think they'll be fine. Uh, they're. I mean, it's a new team too. You've got they tried. They tried to throw everybody together. It, it seems it's like. it's early. I mean, you. They don't. Those things don't mesh immediately. Yeah, it takes sure. a little time in in game uh, situations to to kind of gel and know how everything's going. So I think they'll be fine. I don't think there's a whole lot to worry about. I still think it'll be Cleveland and Golden State in the finals again this year, which is awful. 
I'm about tired of it. Yeah. Especially, especially since it seems like the Warriors are just so much better than anybody else in the NBA. I just don't like the Warriors. I, I don't like the whole idea of a super team. I like the fact that we've got so much talent on one team, and it can be fun to watch when everything gels. But at the same time, I would like to see a little bit more competition outside of just two teams. LeBron's fault. He, he started the super he team. Did. He and did. And everybody says, like, no, no it's the, it was the 95, 96 Bulls. Like, no, LeBron no. is the guy that he's the first person. Which, Golden State drafted all their players. Like, they, they've acquired all their players. Besides Kevin Durant. Besides, yeah. They, they have built a team. And LeBron yeah. was the first person to go somewhere else with other people. So I think he's kind of, right. you know, it's, you know, LeBron's complaining. I mean, yeah, right. I'm sure he's upset I, well, about it. I mean, now you've got, it seems like probably out of your top 10 players, at least two or three of them are all on the same team. I yeah. mean, you've got Oklahoma and uh, the Cavs and the Warriors. I mean, those that's three all-star teams right there. Yeah, for sure. So, it, it yeah. But, uh, so yeah, moving on to the NFL. Uh, basic, I guess you could say it's the middle of the season. Uh, you know, counting the postseason and everything. <coughs> Which seems crazy. Yeah. It it's, doesn't seem like they've been playing that long. By. Uh, so what's, what's impressed you or who has impressed you this year? Oh, I think obviously the Eagles. I think that they're – I think Carson Wentz is kind of coming up and being much better than people thought he was going to be. I think he was supposed to be solid coming in. but, but And people so were far, writing him off early too. Right. And he had a pretty good year last year even though they didn't do as well as a team. But, I mean, he's really – Going off, I've got him on my fantasy team. So oh yeah, you're so you're definitely buttering him up right now. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. Um, something I've just noticed that you know I asked you what impressed you. Something that's just kind of stood out to me is all these injuries this year. It's been bad. It's been rough. Yeah. Especially with quarterbacks. JJ Watt down. He didn't. He didn't ever record a sack before yeah. before he got hurt. But you know that he was trying. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. his job is yeah. to try to sack people. <laughs> Uh, a sack, of course, is whenever you tackle the quarterback, and <laughs> and the other team is trying so hard not to let that happen. Oh. And so I guess that it is kind of a hard thing to do. Uh, but anyways, you got J.J. Watt, he's hurt. Odell Beckham Jr., he got hurt. Uh, my gosh, Deshaun Watson. That was having, having a. Not only did I think he was up for the, like he was going to get the rookie of the year, like no no doubt. I thought that he had a chance to get MVP. Really? Of the league? Yeah. Don't you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, think about definitely, it. I think he had rookie of the year almost locked up already. Comes in, comes in the in the second half of the very of week one, and basically just you know, Texas, the Texans still kind of struggled, but he revived a team. And the the weeks, per, you know, before he got hurt, he he was he was throwing unbelievable amounts of touchdowns and yard yardage. It's like he crazy crazy was. rookie yeah, numbers. No, he was he was putting up just crazy stupid numbers. And it's just awful you know, you see somebody like that get hurt that had so much potential. Yeah. And he's he's still got a long career ahead of him I I, For I, sure. I believe. But another person got hurt is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Football I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and put it out there. I'm a Vikings fan, so the Vikings and the you know the Packers they don't they don't get along. Which I you know, whenever it comes to rivalries in sports, I don't really see the point. Uh you know, 'cause sports sports are of course for fun. Right. Like your mom always says, you're supposed to play to have fun. That's all that matters. Yeah, you know? what does she know? Well, I, she, she knows a lot, I think. But I think all moms know a lot. But um, No, yeah. I love you, Mom. Yeah. Well, that, all right. Let's, let's stop talking about that. I didn't like the way that sounded. Um, anyways, 
the Vikings, you know, I'm a I'm a Vikings fan. And the Packers Packers play the Vikings, and it's always a, you know kind of a, a slugfest. Oh, yeah. But Aaron Rodgers getting hurt that just hurts football. I think. It, oh, for sure, it does hurt football. That's a we that's a um, league wide uh, injury almost. I that's mean, something. It hurts the... I if I see that the Packers are playing on TV, I watch it because Aaron Rodgers is is basically like he's one of the better players that I've ever seen. Uh, throw that you know whatever spherical yeah, shaped no, ball. Yeah, no, he he's gonna go down as one of the greatest to play. I think. However, like you're you're a Vikings fan, I'll go ahead and put it out there. I'm a Cowboys fan. Mm. So here, the past couple two or three years, it's been rough for us Cowboys fans because, I mean, Aaron Rodgers always just kind of says like, "Hey guys, I hope you're having fun." And then well, he like dangles it. It's it's like he, he sure dangles does. it out in front of our face. Like we're so close to beating him, and then he does something at the end that just it's stupid, mm-hmm. and, and it makes me so mad. Stupid good though. Oh yeah, I mean he is. I mean absolutely respect to one of the greatest to play. Uh, but so you know, power rankings are something that I can feel like people love lists. Um, Absolutely. Uh, people love power rankings, and uh, so now you know we've we've both got our top five teams that we feel like are in the NFL right now. So uh, who's at who's at your number five? At five, I've got the Bills. The Bills. The Bill. The Bills have been playing well. Tyrod Taylor had a really good week this past week. Yeah. Uh, they're just kind of up and coming. They've got some younger guys. Uh, the trade for uh, Benjamin, I felt, was a good move. Although Benjamin, to some, has been disappointing uh, throughout his his professional career so far. I think so that that was a good move for them. Cause... Five and three, right behind the Patriots. I can, you know, I can, I can get on the the Bills bandwagon. I think uh, the Bills are pretty solid this year. They got they got a good running back, running back in Lashawn McCoy. They got yeah. Tyrod Taylor, of course. Uh, just a lot of lot of offense. I feel like the but, receiving core has been terrible. Yeah, but they like, like they said, just Kevin they Benjamin. just went and traded for Kevin Benjamin, and so I think that should help at least a little bit. Well, at at five, I have the Rams. I, I think you. I think the Rams. I've I've gotten the chance to watch them play a couple times this year, and uh, they can just attack you from from anywhere. Honestly. Uh, right. They they got uh, Jared Goff. I think he's another guy that you know, kind of like Carson Wentz. Everybody kind of wrote him off. Right. And then he comes back and he's no, like, "Hey he, guys, yeah. I'm still here." And he's and he's going out and performing this year like like people expect him to. I think he might even be overachieving a little bit. Yeah. You've got Todd Gurley that I feel like has finally found his. He's uh, one of the, he's one of the best running backs in the league right has now. Has to be. Has to be. And the whole thing that I think is funny is like you look at the Rams last year with uh, Jeff Fisher and. What, we're like one and eight or so, or something, <laughs> like it. And and it's funny to think of how much coaching I guess affects uh, the game plan and, and how teams play because you take this Rams team. As far as personnel, they're not that different. No, are they? not at and, all. I mean, you, that's you make a ch- coaching change, which just shows how bad, bad Fisher, Fisher must. Was. I mean, because oh he didn't God. do well in Tennessee either. No, I don't know how he still had a job. He yeah no he he's he was bad. But yeah, the Rams have a gunslinging offense. Uh, and then I also have a solid defense. Yeah, uh, I've I've plugged them into my fantasy lineup a couple of times, and they've they've uh, done a good job. So, uh, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, <laughs> number four, who you got? Four. I've got Rams at four. Okay. So I mean, like like you said, Rams at four. Um, I've got the Patriots at four. Does that surprise you? No, they haven't. Obviously, the two home losses this year were kind of uncharacteristic. Yeah. Oh, crazy! But at the same time, I don't know. I mean, Brady's Brady. He still, you I think Brady's probably. If it, if it comes down to it, and someone says, 
you need to bet against uh, Belichick and Tom Brady uh, to to lose this game. I'm going to say, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, no, no, because, I'm sorry. <laughs> because I don't, I just you can't bet against Tom. Tom Brady's kind of like a guy like Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you give him the football, and he can go win a win a football game. How how is anybody at forty years old the best player in the league? It's it's really unbelievable. It's hard to fathom because you look at Tom Brady, and he's been doing this for so long, and you wonder how much longer. Like as we were just talking about, how like can LeBron play till he's forty? Tom Brady's talking about playing till he's forty five, and apparently the Patriots are so confident in that that they traded away their backup quarterback. Right. They're like, well, Tom Brady's going to do this for you know eight more years, guys, till he's forty eight. Right. <laughs> they could put Tom Brady out there in a wheelchair, I think, and he would still oh, he would still be one of the best quarterbacks it. in the league. Might sl- well, uh, would he be faster in a wheelchair? You no, know, he probably would. He, he's probably. <laughs> I think Tom Brady might be faster in a wheelchair than he is on his feet. <laughs> he definitely he, he spends most of his time in a pocket, which especially if they had Gronk like pushing him or something around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get get Gronk behind him, pushing him. That's <laughs> oh, their run game just got immensely better. Yeah, uh, three. Who you got? Cowboys. Okay. Which, I mean, they 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 started off rough. I think I do not have the Cowboys in my in my Power Five rankings. Is that right? That is correct. I don't know. I think I going could... off the first few weeks, the first three or four weeks, there, I can see that because they did not play well. Uh, I think Zeke is starting to play a little bit better, which, I mean, it's a toss up with him, man. Last week, or I guess this week, I uh. I got a notification. Zeke is his six game suspension starts now. Uh huh. Yeah. I go out. I didn't have Zeke on my team, but I go Fancy out. Team, right. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm, no. 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 My team. It's, yeah. You're the Cowboys. You're a Cowboys fan. That's no. What yeah. My fantasy team. We characterize our teams as we and stuff like that. Uh, my fantasy team. I did not have Zeke, but my running backs have been struggling a little bit. So I went out when I saw that he was uh, going to be sitting. I went out and got. Alfred Morris and Darren McFadden yeah. picked him up both because nobody else had him, right. and I knew that they would be picking up his load. So I, uh, I, I went out and get them, and I, I'm happy about it. I put one of them in a running back slot and one of them at the flex. Yeah, I'm feeling good about it. The next day, <laughs> I get a notification: Zeke is playing. Yeah, and I had to go. I, I dropped McFadden immediately and had to go find somebody else who I, I got who I got uh, Carolina's running back. And it said he was projected to get like nine points. Jonathan Stewart. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he was terrible. Yeah. I, he got negative points. I lost points running, by picking him up. The running back game in Carolina is kind of. Oh, that was bad. But do you think that, like, the judge keeps doing this because maybe uh, Zeke walks in like you know with his half crop top shirt <laughs> and just kind of stands there and like, looks muscular? <laughs> oh my god, you're good. And you he's play, like, okay, one play. more week. You, you, you and, play. Then, and he just kind of like gives him a side eye, like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think that that's basically what's happening. Possibly, he, he's. I can see where he could be a little intimidating. What I'm afraid of, though, as a Cowboys fan, is that the suspension is going to be pushed back too long, mm-hmm. and he's going to end up. We're going to lose him at the end of the season. Yeah. And that when, when you need him to get beat by like one touchdown in the right. playoffs. Oh, it's going to be it's going to be disheartening. Yeah, Rodgers <laughs> is going to end up being back, yeah, and then, then they're going to say like, oh, we're going to end up playing the Packers in the playoffs and. He'll throw with his left arm and still beat you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blindfolded yeah. or something. It's funny that you put the Cowboys at three because I put my favorite team at three, Vikings. I think uh, the Vikings The Vikings are solid. People keep saying that, you know, they're doing things that they're not supposed to be doing this year because they don't have a quarterback. Uh, Sam Bradford started out the year, had a great first game, but he's been dealing with an injury the rest of the time. And so they Bridgewater's back. They threw in, yeah, they threw in Case <laughs> Keenum, and he's uh, he's basically just like 
doing what he needs to do. Like that's yeah. that's he's a great backup quarterback. I think. Yeah, just. But like you job. said, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, huge fan. Of Teddy Bridgewater, he's coming back. They're going to activate him uh, week ten. So this this coming week. I don't think he'll get in immediately. Like, of course not. Like, the, the Zimmer, Coach Zimmer's not going to put him in and say, all right, Teddy, go out there. Because, you know, I think he needs just a little bit of time. For sure. Especially no, coming to, off that. Just to make sure that his uniform and his pads fit over on the sideline. <laughs> Basically, that's all he no, needs. No, yeah. I think I think he'll be all right. I, I don't – like, you don't have the Cowboys in your power five. I don't have the Vikings in mind. They are a solid team. That I would say they're probably hanging around six or seven for me. Yeah. But uh, – well, and that's that's it's just interesting because they could easily be, you know, they're they're winning games, but they could easily be losing games. But they've they've plugged in this, these quarterbacks, and it's just working. And it, it's the next guy up uh, philosophy in Minnesota, I think, because Dalvin Cook, you know, a promising rookie, he got hurt. Another guy that got uh, bitten by the snake, that, yeah. as, as they say. But uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say a, a, a dad thing here and say defense wins championships. Oh, and I don't is. know, I don't know that there's a better like there's a more complete defense in the league than the Vikings. They're solid for sure. In, I mean, in every position. Yeah. And I know that I'm biased, and it, you're not supposed to be biased <laughs> if, if you're talking about sports or talking about anything. But just watching the Vikings, like it, it, it's almost like they know how to take away what the uh, the opposing team does best. That that comes from definitely having talented and coachable players on the defense, and also somebody doing a great job in a defensive coordinator position, for sure. Who uh, got it too? I got the Patriots at two, man. The Patriots at two. I like. I mean, the Patriots. Like I said, like you can't bet against the Patriots. They're always going to be around. Page. I, I don't know. I just. I don't think. Even in a season like this, which I mean, they've picked it up since their two home losses yeah. there. But even even in a season like this, which would be considered a bad season for them, I just like you said, you can't bet against Brady and Belichick. Mm-hmm. It's just they're they're too good. It's a deadly combination. Here comes my number two, the Pittsburgh Steelers. What? Yeah, I'm telling you. Really? I think that the Pittsburgh Steelers are starting to click, and and that's another team like they always struggle on the road, and I feel like that they've they've looked a little bit more confident, you know, road games and yeah. and things of that nature, and I think that their their defense has been solid all year. If there's a if there's a defense that rivals the Vikings, I think it's it's maybe uh, the Steelers, and then just their offense. Think about how many weapons they have. They they have. They do have. Yeah. If they had somebody that was worth something a quarterback, then they would definitely be the best. How long? Speaking of their quarterback situation, how long do you think Big Ben has left? He literally said, "This season, I don't know if I have it anymore," <laughs> and he looks so disappointed. Man, he's just of the guys who have maintained being who have been able to play up into their late thirties. He is probably in the worst shape. He's in. He's in bad shape. Always. I guess, but but also he just gets the hell beat out of him. He does. No, yeah, he yeah. He's back there taking hits all the time. Uh, maybe it's some locker room issues with his with his offensive line. I, I've heard he stories knows. where they you know they might let the guy go on the first play of the game and 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 really? let, him, let him tackle the quarterback just to give him like you know like hey, this is this is how much I matter to you. So that that's why you need to be you know being nice to me. You know, <laughs> I would say <laughs> somebody needs to sit down and have a talk there. Yeah, most I think definitely. They need to, have a friendly bonfire or something. If you if you put, I don't know, you, you know, you've got Antonio Brown, wide receiving core, Juju Smith Schuster. I mean, that kid is coming up. He took the place of a guy that was basically Juju Smith Schuster yeah. before. So uh, I think they have a lot of confidence in him. Le'Veon Bell has to be one of the best running backs in the league. 
if not the best. Uh, he, he has a different right. running style than a lot of running backs. He kind of waits. But, uh, yeah, I've got the Steelers up there, too. That's, that's surprising. That's a little, that's a little bold, but uh, here we go, number one. Can we say uh, at the same time? One, yeah. two, three. Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're just they're, – they're ridiculous so far this season. Carson Wentz is playing – above and beyond what people expected. They've got a good defense. They've got a really good defense. Their offensive line has been pretty outstanding so far this year. I mean, Carson Wentz, for a couple of weeks until uh, until they had a bye, I had him in at starting quarterback. Yeah. So. And the only the only red flag that came up with the Eagles is just like, well, they don't really have a, a running game. I was like, well, Garrett Blunt's not going to carry them. Uh, before, then, uh, well, they go out and make that trade. For but JGI, even bef- yeah. For, even before that trade, man, Blunt was running. He was averaging like five yards a carry. Yeah, and then they were able to put other people in. Like I the, mean, he the was Clements, getting the job done. Corey Clements, I think, is his name. If it's not, you know, I just butchered that. But um, <laughs> he he had three touchdowns in the last game. I mean, they just they just I don't know. It just looks like they're they're you know a, a professional team playing against JV teams right it now. It is. They're putting. I mean, they're putting up stupid amounts of points. I mean, what they they put up. 50? Yeah, 50. They put they 50 took, on they Denver? Took their, they took their first string of like offense. They, put, they took them out like, I mean, for Denver, most of the fourth quarter. Denver is supposed to be the best defense, one of the best defensive teams in the league. If we had like the uh, like least power rankings, I'd probably put Denver at the bottom. Cleveland, uh, it'd probably go Cleveland, uh, 49ers, and then Denver. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, that sounds uh, about right. The fall from grace is, is pretty bad. And you, you know Peyton Manning was was basically like duct taping that that wound I think, <laughs> and then whenever Peyton Manning that big forehead got out of there, I I tell you what though they get somebody decent in a quarterback there I think that it turns the team around somewhat. Kaepernick. <clears throat> oh well. Sign him. Know. Somebody sign him, please. Kaepernick. That's is all a I'm he- gonna say. Ka- Kaepernick's a heck of a player, but I tell you what, man, is it is as my dad would say, is the squeeze worth the juice? Mm. Uh, or is the not juice sure. worth the squeeze? It's either of those things. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, we're moving on to uh, something that, that I think we'll do probably every week is uh, kind of a funny thing. Uh, there's this story. Um, unexploded wartime bombs are unearthed frequently during construction work in Germany, uh, often forcing authorities to evacuate tens of thousands of residents while they're defused, okay? Mm-hmm. So a worried resident in Germany alerted police to what he thought was a World War II-era bomb in his garden, okay? Officers rush over, and, you know, of course, they don't take these things lightly. Right. And they find out that it is actually a particularly large zucchini that is in his garden. <laughs> yeah. How how does it? Uh, the police, it says they were summoned to the scene, uh... On a, on a Thursday morning by an 81-year-old man that might have a part in, <laughs> in the probably, story. That, yeah. uh, they said that in a, a statement Friday that officers determined the object, which really did look like a bomb, was actually nearly a 16-inch zucchini. 16-inch zucchini? Yeah. My never... goodness. Can you imagine <laughs> how many dinners that would cover for Tokyo Hibachi? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They'd be, they'd be, <laughs> I'm sure they called about this afterwards. Like Everybody else is like, oh, that's a really funny story. But, yeah, they were typing in the phone number Here's for this. Here's the thing. Was, do we know if the guy was growing zucchinis? Uh, the, it says that the police believe that someone threw it over the hedge into the garden. So I guess because, of course, if you're growing zucchini, you shouldn't be alarmed by something that looks like a zucchini <laughs> unless you're just a terrible gardener. Oh yeah. Apparently, the officers conceded that it did look like a uh, a bomb, 
But they but had to just be saying that just to make him to feel make better. To make the guy feel better, yeah. yeah. The 81-year-old man calling like, oh, my God, there's a <laughs> there's a bomb in my garden. Oh. That's my old man impersonation. That's pretty good. But, yeah. Uh, it is now time for Trump takes. Let's get Donald on the line and see what he's thinking about. So, of course, we've known that uh, Donald's Donald Trump's been busy. He's been, uh, you know, doing his best to communicate with other world leaders. Mm-hmm. Not as not his forte, I don't think, but you know he's 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 trying. Right. No. I, so I, I mean I think we've got we've got Mr. Trump, President Trump here on on, on line with us. Uh, Mr. Trump, do we have you? Hello. Can you hear me? <laughs> I, we got you. We got you. So how is everything over there in Korea? Let me tell you what the food is terrible. Okay. It's some of the worst food I've ever had, but that's not what I'm here to talk about today. I'm here to talk about something else. Uh, I've heard that this is something that we'll do, uh, what is it, whenever whenever you guys want to, because I'm just here. I'm here all the time for you guys. Is that what it is? Yeah, you know, for sure. So, <laughs> um, so how, I, how are things going? How are the communications going over there? Uh, things, things are just super. Not the best Twitter, uh, not the best service for Twitter. I'll have to say that, but I, but I am excited about the 280 characters lately. Yeah, have you heard about that? Oh, yeah. 280 characters, that's fantastic. You're enjoying that? That's phenomenal. What I'm going to do now, I think, is just rant about something, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Um, something that I just absolutely hate is automatic paper towel holders, okay? I hate them. Do you like paper, automatic paper towel holders? Uh, you know, they, they can be aggravating at times, but, I mean, they're good for sanitary purposes. What do they get? Health? It's good for your health. Is that what they're going to tell you? That's a lie. I'll tell you right now. That's fake news, okay? I absolutely despise automatic paper towel holders. I sit there for 15 minutes waving my hand back and forth against this magical paper towel machine, and it comes out with like three inches of paper towel every time, which is not even close enough to the amount of paper towel that I need to wash my or dry my hands, okay? It is absolutely ridiculous. I'm just fed up with automatic paper towel holders. Well, maybe you're just using too much. You don't want to let that extra go to... Just put them out on the counter, please. I just, I don't understand why people think that it's just necessary to put them in a machine. Like, it makes it easier. No, just put them, even the, the machines where you wind it on the side or pull them out yourself, that's better because it's on Trump time. And everything in my life is on Trump time. Because otherwise, if I'm up there with a automatic paper towel holder that is not on trump time now president trump couldn't you just have somebody come around with paper towels whenever you need them which is exactly what i do at the white house i'm i'm sure that the past presidents enjoyed the past uh you know paper towel automatic dispensers like oh yes i love this putting my hand in front of a sensor that lets paper towels come out of my machine it takes too long and the other thing that i hate is whenever there's just hand dryers just the air hand dryers you know those are terrible absolutely the worst i can't stand it because literally like seriously you sit there and it's just like ew gross i don't know whose hands have been here and, and now there's the hot air blowing on it, and it just seems disgusting, the whole idea of it. And it just it's aggravating because that takes even longer yeah, that's, than yeah. the automatic paper towel holders. And let me tell you, if they don't give you the option, like if it's just the automatic paper towel holder or it's just the hand dryer, just the air hand dryer, that is evil. That is the worst thing that you could possibly do. Give me the option. Let me say, hey, I could walk over and dry my hands off after... 
I'd possibly dry my hands off with the paper towels in the first place. That's an option that I like to have, but I never use. Yeah, that's the the time that you have to spend waiting on that is definitely time that you could use to be getting stuff done in the White House. other things, sending out tweets, <laughs> anything else, okay? Like, honestly. Now, listen, I, I gotta go. I really do enjoy the show. I love it. I've listened to it uh, for three or four years now. It's just super. Three or four years? Yeah, wait, is this Mike and Mike? This isn't yeah, Mike yeah, and Mike? No, no, President Trump, it, it, this is all you need to know with uh, Queen Eaton and DJ Pig. Never heard of it. Okay, I got I got better things to do. I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Thank you, Mr. Trump. Yeah, see ya. Okay. Um, so that was President Trump with his take on, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, automatic, automatic paper towel dispensers. Yeah, he was heated about that. Man, he does not like those. <laughs> I, you know, I can't say that I do either, but... They're not my favorite. It seems like a very small uh, issue <laughs> that he would be upset about at this point in time. I'm surprised he didn't say something about, like, the size of his hands. Like, maybe they didn't <laughs> fit underneath the, like, the hand dryer or something, but... Anyways, uh, that's that's the show for us uh, this week. Wrapping it up on a uh, on a Wednesday. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we'll be back next Wednesday for, with some new new material. And uh, I'm Quinn Eaton. This is DJ Pick. And uh, this has been all you need to know. This has been all you need to know. Join us next week and continue to care about our opinions. Until next time.